All right, so Mama Wood is in the house and we're gonna be talking about a Bitcoin ETF coming to a future near you. My name is Paul Barron, welcome back to TechPath. We're gonna dive into an ETF today that is being led and chartered by a couple of very interesting partners. One of them, you know her and love her, and that is Kathy Wood. If you're following anything that ARK is doing, full disclosure, I invest in ARK and have been a uh, somewhat of a supporter, but also have looked at her making some very strategic moves over these past few months. During this period of time where we've seen a little bit of a fall off in the tech stocks, which we have seen, of course, the recovery with Tesla, now nearing the $700 mark, and we've done a lot of videos on this, so make sure and check out the channel for that. But I wanna to jump to what she's doing and what she's up to with this Bitcoin ETF. The first thing I wanna to jump to is ETF Stream right here. 21 Shares, which is the company she basically partnered with, unveils world's first Solana ETP, but also files for a Bitcoin ETF in the US with Kathy Wood's ARC. Just to kind of give you a, an understanding, 21 Shares, has been pulling this off in uh, mostly in Switzerland under the six, uh, Swiss exchange. So they've been doing already these kinds of projects for quite some time. And the fact that they've also got a seasoned team across some different kinds of services and tool sets that Kathy is involved in. And I'll get to that in a second, but back to this here, physically backed ASOL, which is their Solana, uh, will track the performance of the 14th largest blockchain backed cryptocurrency Solana. Um, this is also going to be launched in Geneva. This is the one I'm talking about with ASOL, which essentially is the Solana version. The reason I'm setting this up is because they've already kind of gone down this track and the fact that they're going in the same direction with the ETF as they are in the ETP, uh, which is exchange traded products. This I think shows a great potential of this one being the first one that really gets its way into SEC approval, which because that's really the biggest issue with all of these. But if you look back at what uh, 21 Shares is doing, they launched in Geneva in March. Uh, key selling point, Solana, Solana is process times for transactions. We've done a lot of videos here on Solana, we, which we love, alongside its scalability and feed and validation. Again, great team. Uh, Haney Rashwan, who's the CEO of 21 Shares, basically we're on track to deliver more new ETPs demanded by clients. So basically they're bringing kind of the altcoin and DeFi projects into what is uh, an ETP under the six stock exchange there in Switzerland, which is really gonna open up a lot of potential opportunities. Uh, so the arrival of uh, ASOL follows two other world's first launches, 21 shares, the 21 shares Cardano ADA ETP, and then also the Stellar XLM, uh, which was AXLM uh, based in late April. Meanwhile, what they're looking at doing is saying, all right, let's, now that we've kind of got Europe and we've got the altcoins kind of in place, let's put something together with who else, but the number one fund out there and the number one, I think, mind when it comes to understanding innovative technologies, and that is none other than Kathy Wood. And when you look at Kathy and kind of where they've been moving and what they've been doing, especially around cryptocurrency and kind of where she has been pointing to cryptocurrency as a huge opportunity. This was a match made in heaven. I think it's a good move. And it definitely is one that is a natural step as the article says right there for ARK CEO and CIO uh, founder, Kathy Wood, who will personally invested in 21 shares. And I wanna talk a little bit about that. And a company uh, which is the parent company called Amun, which is based out of San Francisco. Um, very interesting moves. And I think this is one of those things when you look at where the potential for the SEC to approve this, 
The fact that you've got a world-class ETP player on the slate, you've got a world-class fund manager in Kathy Wood, and you've got experience coming from just a massive uh, you know, network of both teams, groups, analysts, all coming together at the right time. This may be the one we've been looking for. And I think it's kind of due uh, or serendipitous in the sense that it's Kathy Wood that's pulling this off or that hopefully we'll be pulling this off. To this other story here also was when Kathy Wood joined 21 Shares board. And this was following her personal investment. You can see this was back in May. And basically at this time, uh, she said, hey, listen, I see this as some great opportunities. This, this is potentially an uh, unbelievable uh, move. And guess who else is right there in the middle of this with her? A fundraising round also was expected to close this week with Kathy Wood and Anthony Pompliano, who is the former co-founder of Morgan Creek Digital. Uh, if you have not checked out our Morgan Creek uh, digital interview uh, that we did, you got to check that video out because it really goes into a deep. It wasn't with Anthony, it was one with uh, his other team uh, or the group there at Morgan Creek. But the point is, is that you start to see uh, scenarios like this that start to move around. And what I've talked about maybe in understanding research and where this crypto market is moving, there are about, you know, I always kind of say it's that top 100 that always seems to be the money makers and the market movers of the industry. And I've, I've seen this in other industries that have a lot of similarities of where technology is moving. And I'm seeing this in Bitcoin and especially in cryptocurrency and what we're seeing in the DeFi space for sure. So this doesn't surprise me that we've already seen uh, Kathy and Anthony moving in this direction. I think there's gonna be some interesting synergies there as this kind of moves on. One thing that is gonna be interesting to me, and this is one of the things that I'm curious about, and that is what is gonna be her position with Coinbase? And if you look at this, just a kind of a quick stat right here, her flagship ARK Innovation Funds own, owns around 820 million worth of shares in uh, cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase Global, making the fund's 10th largest holding. And of course, it, it obviously had fallen quite a bit since the original investment. So I, I wonder whether or not Kathy starts, and she's talked about this several times with interviews and also on her own uh, quarterly investment updates. If you guys don't get those monthly webinars, you should go over to ARC, their website, get involved in that because they do an excellent webinar every month. They just had one last week where she really starts to break down some of these things. Now, most of the stuff you're gonna see in the news and on shows like ours in advance of where it hits the webinar, but when she gets into the webinar, she really starts to dive into some of the fundamentals behind this is this is everything from the Fed how inflation is going to, inflationary aspects are going to kind of shift these markets and also how inflationary aspects are going to shift these markets and also a lot of uh, components in terms of how their strategies are playing out, which is a big part of this. So anyway, um, looking on further, I wanted to kind of just give you an example of kind of the history of where these ETFs have, have essentially come from. This is a CNBC piece. This was done back in July 26. 2018, and this was when the Winklevoss, Winklevoss twins, as you guys know, the founders of Gemini, were essentially trying to put an ETF together and were rejected uh, by the SEC. And this is kind of the scenario that many of the proponents for a Bitcoin ETF have been getting knocked down and knocked out in trying to go to the SEC and get this clarified. And I think the scenario here with the Winklevoss guys, listen, don't get me wrong, these guys are brilliant. 
uh, entrepreneurs, unbelievable uh, in terms of their talent. I think they just went out too early on their opportunity. Had they gone out now maybe with Gemini and, and been able to align with maybe someone like a Wood or other groups uh, with that, I think that might have been a, diff been a little bit of a different uh, ploy, but it is a scenario. And this continues on in this story right here, which was where SEC uh, delays decision on Valkyrie, which is the one here recently that has now been moved to August 10th. Whether or not it's going to get approved or not, obviously this would be the question. This is the one that to me is, is probably a little closer potentially uh, to coming on board with the exception that Kathy's not involved. If Kathy's involved, I think, I think that this just automatically gets much more media attention. It automatically gets the attention of the SEC desk. And we're going to see, I think, a lot quicker movements on this, mainly because you've got the right people in the right place at the right time. And that's including her partnership with 21 Shares, which I think is very interesting. What is still surprising to me on this scenario is that Canada essentially were already on play. Why have they been able to get these ETFs approved in Canada, which is in most cases been in most cases been a little bit more, even more strict in certain scenarios, especially around investment products and vehicles and instruments than even the U.S. And here they've rolled out and you can kind of see this piece right here. Canadian cryptocurrency ETFs are showing monster trading volumes. I think everybody's following this right now astronomical Canadian crypto ETFs after the launch of Ether's ETFs on Tuesday. And of course, Bloomberg's um, analyst, Eric Bashanis, basically posted a screenshot just to show where this was going. And as you can see, I mean, this got crazy. But the purpose of the Bitcoin ETF, Canada's first to market e Bitcoin ETF that launched in February, so we're still behind the eight ball a little bit, was the most actively traded crypto e ETF. And this is a non-currency head share which is trading under the btcc.b, had the sixth highest volume of any ETF on the TSX, which is the Toronto Stock Exchange. All of those kind of scenarios, man, I mean, come on. This is, I mean, it, to me, it shows the pathway that this can be done, done successfully and efficiently. But I think this is going to open up a gate for the Bitco, uh, Bitcoin crypto community. I should call it Bitco, I love that. But Bitcoin crypto community in really moving very fast and potentially seeing a lot more ETFs coming to market. So Valkyrie may get be the second one to come out. Maybe they're the first with uh, Kathy coming out with 21 shares and especially with the onslaught, I think, of interest around Bitcoin in general. I think a lot of this really starts to, to play into a bigger, bigger picture. I also want to hit on this thing. Uh, this was a piece that was done uh, back in 21, uh, 2021 here in February, but it just shows kind of this movement. Canada's first Bitcoin ETF hits the 428 uh, 1.8 uh, AUM in two days. Uh, so again, this is going to blow up. I mean, this is literally going to be one of Kathy Wood's biggest funds to date. Now, a lot of people ask us, all right, well, Paul, what's, what's really the benefit or advantage of an ETF over just going out and buying Bitcoin? All right, the, the biggest concern we have in the Bitcoin space or cryptocurrency in general is adoption rate. And the problem with adoption is the complexity of Bitcoin is real. It's not an easy thing to understand. In many cases, it's not an easy thing to go buy. If you're trying to buy Bitcoin, you've got to understand how wallets work, got to understand how exchanges work. And a lot of people have been trading in stocks for decades. They have their exchange account or their trading account, and they have the ability to now 
just simply through their current trading account, plug into a Bitcoin ETF and buy it like anything else in the marketplace. It creates a, an easier path to entry. It pushes this into institutional, uh, mainly, mainly institutional organizations into Bitcoin, which is absolutely going to start to shift the, the seismic array of where Bitcoin's market plays are going to be moving. This is big news because it's going to bring the masses, at least the investment masses, I think the, the boomers, are really going to start to play in this kind of market. It's secure. It's even more secure to a certain extent than if you were out there trying to do your own digital wallet, your own uh, coin and move things around, understanding the ability of even just doing Coinbase or Coinbase Pro. It's complicated for the average person unless you are either a technologist or you're something that, you know, you're an early adopter. Those kind of things are hard, much less trying to go and get uh, an altcoin or go in and get an Ethereum uh, you know, project and understand what that means versus getting someone like a Kathy Wood. When you listen to her webinars, she just has that, you know, Mama Kathy feel. She just makes you feel like everything's going to be okay and she's got it all under control. I feel like that. That's the way about my wife. She's like that with our kids. Just, everything's always fine and everything's under control. And I think that's kind of the scenario of where Wood brings a lot of gravitas to the table. You stack in the technical array, which her analysts, don't get me wrong, her analysts are fantastic, but she needs the technical array that 21 Shares brings to the table. And I think that in combination with what they're doing from an analyst side and a fund side, this is the magic we've been waiting for in this place. And I think this is going to be a big one. I want to jump to ARC just to give you guys a quick look at where ARC has been going. And don't forget, Kathy has taken some pretty hard hits here recently. So she is not the, you know, just winning every single game, every single inning. But she's looking at this at a very long play into the future. And she's going long on a lot of the key things. And of course, you know, she's a big Tesla lover. And I shouldn't say just Tesla. She's big into alternative, uh, you know, transportation, especially alternative energy. And if you look at the ETF and where alignment is, a lot of innovation in terms of the companies that she does align with. She has stepped that back a little bit in some of her investment picks, which I think has been a good thing. It's been one of those scenarios where people were losing faith. And I want to kind of point to that. And that was right here at the top of ARC, which was February 16th, when ARC was essentially trading at about $160. Sentiment was soaring at 61.23. Amplification was still a little bit light, but a good positive amplification during what most people thought was going to be just a little bump in the road. And it ended up being a huge downturn to ARC's low, what we thought at the time. It started moving up and we started seeing sentiment uh, hold, but amplification was falling. And this is a problem right here when you see amplification of how investors and traders are moving on one particular thing. So this basically tells us that we were going to see amplification will often show if it's low, show things go sideways. And that's essentially what happened right here on ARC. And then, of course, we saw this nice dip to their all-time low here recently, which was dropping it under $100. If you didn't get a chance to buy some up, um, you know, that was the time to get it because now we have seen ARC correct and start to move. And I want you to take a look right here. Amplification, 59.77 during this range, 
with a sentiment of 6807. So the highest amplification and highest sentiment during this range right here. And that is what we're seeing in play right now. So my target for ARC by August looks to be around 160 bucks, basically driving back up to their all time high. And maybe by end of year, we could see some fireworks start to happen because it's very possible we could, we'll start to see more news on the Bitcoin ETF. And if they get this in play, then I feel like this is gonna circle around all of the ETFs of Kathy and ARK Investment. And I think that we're gonna, you're gonna just see some spillover into that strategy as a whole, because people are gonna look at diversification and say, all right, well, what else does she have? And that I think is where we're gonna see this all play out. So if you're not following this closely, I would suggest that you guys jump into the research. Remember when we do these market movers, the key thing is we pull together a bunch of news, research, we layer in some of our own data and hopefully we bring something to you that makes you go, hmm, maybe I should really check that out because that's the number one thing you have to do as whether you're an investor, uh, an enthusiast, or maybe this is just your first time looking at cryptocurrency or maybe just in general looking at innovative technology, which is what we cover here on the channel. That's okay. This is where it all begins. Your journey may start today. It may have started five years ago. Wherever you are in your journey, the key thing you've got to do in all of these aspects is not only diversify where you're getting your source data from, but also run down those rabbit holes and really dive in to where the dots connect because that is what makes the magic in helping you understand how all this stuff works. So if you're listening in over on the podcast, make sure and tune in, give us some stars over there. We love your subscriptions. And uh, you know this is the, one of those ways that we get feedback from you. So feel free to leave a note over there and give us a rating. If you're here on YouTube, man, you've got to subscribe. You got to subscribe to the channel. Make sure and share this video with a friend, a colleague, or someone else out there that you think, hey, this is someone that maybe is getting into the investing for the first time or getting into technology for the first time. And this is their chance to start to understand this. Hopefully that's what TechPath is doing for you. And if, of course, if you have an idea for a show, just send us a note, which is producer at revernetworks.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at Paul Barron. We'll catch you next time right here on TechPath.